Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for a weekly conversation with Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. Brought to you by Simply Seattle. Tired of buying and repping the same old Seattle sports gear everyone else has? For the best Storm, Seahawks, Mariners, Kraken, Rainiers, Sounders, and not to mention the largest Sonics collection in the world, check out simplyseattle.com. Now with Mike Florio, here's Softy and Dick. Mike Florio brought to you by our friends at Simply Seattle who do not sell the knockoff crap that you would see on the streets of Cabo San Lucas. No, 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 no. Only quality. Mitchell and Ness hoodies right now with various Sonic logos in multiple colors. They are back in stock. Check them out at simplyseattle.com. Michael, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're doing well. I want to know if you've gotten your... I've I've seen this on your Twitter a couple of times. Have you gotten your copy of Playmakers yet? Because it seems like all your friends are getting your book before the author of your book gets a copy of your book. No, and I've lodged an official complaint with Hachette, the corporate behemoth that is the publisher that owns the imprint Public Affairs that is publishing the book. I strenuously (laughs) objected to the fact that I've yet to receive the book. And I think they are now trolling me, but that's fine. That's fine. The check has already cleared. There you go. If I have to buy a copy of the book in 20 days when it comes out, available wherever you buy your books, then I'll just buy a copy of the book along with everyone else who buys a copy of the book. Beautiful, beautiful. And I can't wait to read the book. Uh, It's Playmakers coming out, uh, Amazon, anywhere you can find your books in in 20 days. And the clock is ticking. Well, uh, Mike, I want to start with with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, What did you make of that? I don't know if it was cryptic. It was just, uh, you know, it was a a nice tribute to friends, family, girlfriends, teammates, former and and current. What did you make of his Instagram post the other day? Well... It was one of those things where when you looked at the text of it, you could reach whatever conclusion you wanted to reach. If you interpret it as him saying goodbye to the Packers, you could come to that conclusion. If you interpret it as him saying goodbye to the NFL entirely, you could come to that conclusion. If you look at it as just him getting ready to hit the reset button with the Packers on 2022, you'd come to that conclusion. I think the thing that was most telling was the last of the nine pictures that was attached to the message, and that was the picture of Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb standing with a gap between them with Aaron Rodgers not in the spot that he usually stands during the National Anthem. That was from the Chiefs game that he missed because he was COVID positive. You could look at that and say he's implying that he's not going to be back in Green Bay. And the bottom line is this. No matter what he says about it, He's smart enough to know what he's doing. He's not doing anything accidentally or coincidentally. He has a plan. He has a message. And he has become a guy who likes to troll us, plain and simple. And I I think that that's kind of what he's doing. And I'm starting to wonder. Here's my theory. Here's my new Aaron Rodgers theory. It used to be that he's going to leave. I'm starting to wonder now, and I thought of this the other day when Bob McGinn, who's been covering the Packers forever, wrote about Rodgers' propensity to not take chances with the ball so he doesn't throw interceptions, and hurt his passer rating. I can't help but wonder whether or not he stays put, because if he leaves, 
and he goes somewhere else and let's say they're the one seed and they lose in the playoffs, it's much easier to say he's the reason why the Packers can't punch it through when he has these great regular seasons, four MVPs for him, and they've never made it to the Super Bowl in a year when he's been the MVP. If he stays in Green Bay and they win the one seed again, as they should, because the rest of the division stinks, and they would lose again in the playoffs, no one's going to say, well, it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. The narrative for now is it's the Packers' fault for not putting the talent around him Mm -hmm. to get through to the Super Bowl. But if he would go somewhere else and get the same result we've seen the last two years, number one seed and no Super Bowl appearance, it's much easier to say he's the one, he's the reason, it's on him. And I think because of that, I could see him decide to stay because he's not going to want to take that chance of putting himself in a position where people say he's the one who should be blamed for all these failures to get to the Super Bowl. And it's crazy, I know, but I can see him thinking that way. And I'm starting to think that he's, as he, as he you know, moves closer to the cliff, he's going to realize what that jump entails mm-hmm. and maybe back off. I, you know, I talked to somebody uh, who, real knowledgeable in the league that um, his theory, you know, I said, wait a minute, why would he want to go to Denver? We're hearing all these rumors about him going to Denver. They, you know, that's yeah, the Pat Mahomes division. That's Herbert's division. I mean, that, that that's a tough plus the AFC. And, you know, his thought was, yeah, but that's Aaron Rodgers. He looks at it and says, "Well, I'm Aaron freaking Rodgers. I can I can go into that division and 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 slash with anybody." And and so maybe we think things like what you're talking about. Um, what's the evidence that he's thinking what you're saying, Mike? And then and maybe that he would be up for that challenge. And 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 um, you know, furthermore, we we hear him say that the uh, general manager of the Packers promised that he would trade him. Uh, um, if they get down to a, a hardball situation, who has the leverage uh, in this? I mean, he, he's under contract, but but uh, um, it, do you see a way that if he wants to get out of Green Bay, that he can either w- because the Packers will just kind of allow him to do that or because he can play some strong-arm tactic? Well, his belief is that they promised to trade him this offseason. Now, he also believed they promised to trade him last offseason. They refused to do it. I don't think they will renege again this year if that's what they did last year. The question, though, is what happens if he decides he wants to go to the 49ers, for example? Not that the 49ers have anything to give. Let's say the Buccaneers. That's a more reasonable destination because at least the Buccaneers would have real trade assets for Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers say, eh, we really don't want to trade you to a team that may be standing in our way the next couple of years to try to get to the Super Bowl. Not that they're going to be a team that has a reasonable chance to get there without Aaron Rodgers. But if the Packers are trying to guide him toward the AFC and he's determined to stay in the NFC, I think what he could do is very simple. He'd retire, and then he could pull the Brett Favre. Where he comes back Hmm. late July, early August, unretires, his cap number goes right back onto the books. The Packers are ridiculously over the cap as of right now. They're going to have to right. slash and burn to get under the cap. They're going to get a big bump to get under the cap if Rodgers retires. They're going to have to hustle during training camp if he shows up like Favre did when Rodgers was the new starter. And so I don't know that the Packers want to go that route, but that's his ultimate nuclear option if he chooses to go that, that direction. And, and I get what you're saying about him jumping into the AFC West and saying bring it on, but still I think he's, he's smart enough to look at it big picture and say, it's one thing for me to keep failing to get to the Super Bowl after great regular seasons in Green Bay, and everyone thinks it's Green Bay's fault. If they remove me from this equation, I go somewhere else and it's the exact same outcome, people are going to start saying, 
Maybe it's him. Maybe he just doesn't step up in the big moments, even though he can get it done week in and week out between the start of the regular season and the end of it. Mike, I'm trying to think of a, of a precedence for the Deshaun Watson situation where a guy just freaking dropped off the radar for a for a full year, a guy of that prominence. But uh, what can Houston get for Deshaun Watson, and what do you think the timing will be of, of a trade? Well, there's two legal issues to be wary of. The criminal side of it, and Rusty Hart and his lawyer said in court the other day that he expects the grand jury to finish its work by April 1 which would give folks clarity. Is he going to be charged at all with a crime? And if he is, will it be misdemeanors or will it be felonies? If it's misdemeanors, then the chances of being placed on the paid leave list diminish and it's easier to do the trade. And in fact, if he's charged with misdemeanors, they would probably get them resolved fairly quickly so he could move on. The civil cases are the key because the Dolphins refused to trade for him last year during the season until the civil cases were resolved. They had 18 of the 22 ready to resolve. The final four massage therapists alleging sexual misconduct during therapy sessions held out. It didn't happen, and so the trade didn't go down. The Panthers would have done the trade without any resolution of any criminal or civil liability, but he didn't want to go to Carolina. So the question is, assuming we get these criminal cases resolved sooner than later, will there be teams that are willing to trade for him with 22 civil cases pending? My understanding, I'm getting ready to write this at PFT, multiple teams would do it. The question is, are they teams that he would play for? And that's what he's going to have to ask himself. How much does he have to recalibrate his desire as to where he wants to go? Because he's got that no-trade clause. And so he has ultimate control over whether or not there's a trade. How much of that does he have to soften? Does he have to entertain other teams that maybe he didn't want to play for, acknowledging that, you know what, I I have to get on with my life at some point. And he's got the leverage in this one because he's got a $35 million fully guaranteed salary for 2022. Last year it was ten. And people were surprised the Texans paid that and and didn't get anything in return. This year, it goes up 350%. So, you know, at some point, the, the Texans are going to have to just trade him wherever he wants to go and, and take whatever that team will give to get that $35 million off the books. Well, you've given us a good uh, synopsis of, of, the, uh, of the options. You have a lot of agree. What do you think is most likely to happen with him? I suspect he's going to be charged with one or two misdemeanors. There are a couple of these massage therapists who claim that there was an element of force that that uh, was at play. You know, it's very politically difficult for the prosecutor to not present the charges. And they say all the time you can indict a ham sandwich if you want to. The flip side's true as well. You can not indict a ham sandwich if you want to. And if the prosecutor doesn't give a, a convincing presentation of evidence against Deshaun Watson, they won't return an indictment. But but I suspect that there's going to be a misdemeanor or two and it gets resolved and it's done. And then the question is, what kind of, of suspension will he be facing? And, and even without any criminal responsibility, I go back to the Ben Roethlisberger case from 2010, where he was suspended six games, reduced to four. And there's a lot of language from the letter the commissioner sent to him that would apply to Deshaun Watson, and I feel like politically and from a PR standpoint, the league would have to do something about Deshaun Watson as well, regardless of what happens with with, uh, the criminal or the civil cases. And that's another wrinkle that whoever trades for him has to factor into the question of whether or not he's going to be available at the start of the season. Mike, 20 days and counting, right, for playmakers? 20 days, 20 days. I I switched my my, uh, description from pre-order to order because, really, 
what's 20 days? Just order it now. There you go. And it, it'll be there in 20 days. And they actually had to increase the, the run. They had to print like 9,000. Nice. To my amazement, people are buying it. And so I'm telling people, hey, if you want to make sure you get one of the first uh, batch, you better do it now or you're going to have to wait. Thanks, Mike. Thank do it now. Congratulations on a great pre- pre-order run, man. Well, I appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes from here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.